Hello everyone, good night, welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime, I'm Mauricio Rodriguez. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited about this one because we're giving out awards tonight. We're calling them the Primetime Awards, it's six of them. We'll try to close out the Cowboys regular season in award show fashion. So I hope you have a little bit of fun with me on this one. We'll talk about some breakout players, maybe some surprise players. We have six categories that we want to award tonight regarding the 2021 Dallas Cowboys. And I felt the need to put this together before the playoffs because if you think about it, the NFL gives out their awards until late in January, but the voting happens after the regular season ends so you're not biased because of what you see in the wildcard round, the divisional round. So we wanted to get ahead of it, and we wanted to give out some primetime awards, Cowboys-related only. So I've got it ready for you. You, of course, will be able to give your thoughts as well in the YouTube chat, in the Facebook chat. So I am really, really excited about this one. What is up, Burner account? Opening us up with some trolling, saying we should bring back Garrett. He never got a fair shot. What is up, Burl Killer saying, I've been in love with the Dallas Cowboys for 55 years. And sometimes it could be a little bit of a toxic relationship. Hopefully, the Cowboys make it different this year. What is up, Charlene Evans, Chuck over at Facebook, Adam, J-Mart, Fishing, Stevie Mac, Tommy. Thank you guys for being here. Stevie Mac reminding people to hit the like button. And of course, share the show if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Let your friends know about ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Also, shout out to Lean over at Facebook, Peter Rizzo, Joe Wilson, who is ready to fire McCarthy, apparently. I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't, man. I think that Mike McCarthy has done a great job for the Cowboys so far. Nobles Royalty over at YouTube. What is up, guys? Let's get this party started. We have Primetime Awards upcoming let's go What is up, everyone? Welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central, here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network, with a lot more content coming your way throughout most of the, throughout the entire postseason. Excuse me. Make sure you check out adcsports.com/dallas. Some very interesting articles of their Cole Patterson wrote about the pros and the cons of the first round matchup versus the 49ers. We discussed that on the primetime show. Make sure you check out Cole Patterson's thoughts on it on adcsports.com slash Dallas. You can also check out my article on the, on the 149ers weakness that defensive backs should be able to exploit. Also, what about Alec Cash's two Cowboys players that can be X-Factors against the 49ers? All of this content and, of course, Mavericks content as well over at adcsports.com slash Dallas. So make sure you check it out. We've got an awards show tonight here in ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. We're going to be giving out awards, and I hope you guys participate over at the YouTube chat, at the Facebook chat. Make sure you hit that like button. 
by the way. What is up, Luigi Garcia over at Facebook? Burner account saying, I heard even the New Orleans Pelicans requested an interview with <laughs> for Dan Quinn. Stevie Mac says, this just in, everybody requested an interview with Dan Quinn, including teams from other sports. Man, it's crazy. Like, I, I quit posting it on my Facebook page. Actually, I'll just wait a few days and do a recap of every team that has requested a Dan Quinn interview. It's crazy. And I, I've seen some people over in social media, including on Twitter, that have said, and I quoted one of these tweets, by the way, people are like acting a little bit disappointed, maybe at some Cowboys content creators, because we're discussing Dan Quinn being requested for interviews. And I, I don't fully understand that approach. Like being mad about it is not going to change the fact that Dan Quinn is being requested for interviews. And the fact that he declined to be interviewed by the Jaguars in that final two-week regular season period does not mean that he will not be taking more interviews. And as Burner Account is saying too, good job for him, good for him. I hope he lands another job, says Burner Account. Dude is a class act, definitely. And it will hurt for us because you would like to see some continuity on the defense And the fact that he's being uh, interviewed in as many places doesn't necessarily mean that he is actually going to leave. But we should be discussing it, definitely. And Cowboys content creators should be talking about it. At, at the end of the day, it's big news for the Dallas Cowboys organization. Hopefully, hopefully the Cowboys are able one way or another to kind of, you know, make it work and maybe keep them on board, both Queen and Kellen Moore. Stevie Mac says, wait until you see the chat room in the morning, Mauricio. We've been absolutely hammered with 49ers fans. It's super annoying because they're all so lame, says Stevie Mac. Well, I will watch it first row tomorrow morning because, by the way, I will be joining Sky's morning show tomorrow morning. So make sure you tune in. I'm excited about it. We're doing a little bit of a ADC Sports multiverse thing. Sky will be joining primetime the week after this one hopefully to discuss the Cowboys divisional round opponent and hopefully not to discuss a Cowboys loss. Hopefully that is not the case, but make sure you tune in to ADC Sports, uh, ADC Live tomorrow morning with Sky. I will be on with my man Sky Walker Steel. I'm excited about that as well. So how about we get this started, guys? I have six awards to give out. And of course, You guys are going to help me. You guys are going to let me know what your thoughts are in the YouTube chat and the Facebook chat. So let's get it started. Let's get right into it. Who's your primetime performer of the year? That player that was maybe the MVP of the team, your favorite performer. Who is your primetime performer of the year? And this seems like one that can come down to a few players Only like I think that this one is pretty clear, maybe between two guys and maybe the two guys that you might be thinking from the defensive side of the ball. And I think this is a huge surprise for the for the Cowboys, maybe, because if you think about it, if they had asked you, who do you think the MVP of the team is going to be in 2021? How many of us would have hesitated to answer Dak Prescott? 
maybe we, we all would have voted for for Dak. But the thing is, and I see Noah Brown there in the answers. I see Michael Parsons in a lot of answers. Also, uh, D-Law being brought up by Nobles. Interesting answer, definitely. So, the primetime performer of the year. Definitely linebacker slash defense event, Micah Parsons. I think this one was so, so, you, you could have called it from a mile away. It is Micah Parsons, and I don't think it is particularly close. The other one that you might have, like, uh, include is Trevon Diggs, and Joel Wilson is also bringing up Aiden Diggs. Hey, listen, I wouldn't have minded if we have given the, the award to Aiden. He's so great as well. Charlene is saying... Micah Valuable Parsons, MVP. And I agree with Mark. It's not even close. He took the team to another level. I even thought about making a, a, a making up a rule in which we couldn't say Micah Parsons because these felt so clear to all of us. Beryl Killer is saying the ravenous lion carnivore of the year. Definitely primetime performer of the year. Had to go to none other than Micah Parsons. The guy is insane. He... He came into this team with the expectations of becoming the top linebacker for the team, and he ended up becoming the top linebacker and even the top pass rusher for the Cowboys in 2021. Maybe down the road that title doesn't belong to him. Maybe things go back to normal and, and to normal, and the Marcus Lawrence ends up being your number one edge rusher. But in terms of efficiency, it was Micah Parsons all year long. Which brings us to our next award, who is your breakout player of the year? That a guy that we already knew, but he came up and he break, had his breakout season in 2021. I'm interested about knowing your answers on this one. It was a more difficult one, definitely, but also I feel very confident in my answer. Who was your breakout player of the year? And of course, Micah Parsons, not a allowed answer because we want to maybe keep it outside of rookies, right? Let's see some of the answers. Jason goes with Wilson, and I would assume Cedric Wilson, Burner accounts is Jaron Kears. Seth Wilson says J-Mart Fishing. Stage has says uh, Trevon Diggs. And that could be actually a pretty good answer. Spoiler alert is not mine. But hey, Trevon Diggs could very well be the, the, the breakout player of the year because he, he didn't have like that super season in 2020. So definitely a player that you could have included in this conversation. Stevie Max says Kears. Joel Wilson says Cedric Wilson. Gregory says Dallas Junk, interesting answer as well. So I see that most of the chat is going either with Trevon Diggs or Cedric Wilson. Mark Canella says Trevon Diggs, not even close again. Tony Pollard could very well be the answer. Bruno and Moped are, are saying uh, Tony Pollard, definitely. Here we go. Here we go. I gave it to Cedric Wilson. My breakout player of the year is Cedric Wilson. I think that definitely Trevon Diggs had the better season. But I went with Wilson because I think he's more of a breakout player. Like maybe the expectations 
he definitely exceeded the expectations, Trevon Diggs, but they were higher for me for number seven than they were for number one. So I gave it to Cedric Wilson. He's my breakout player of the year. I think that definitely Trevon Diggs uh, deserves a lot of votes too. But to me, it came down to who, who, who not necessarily surprised me the most, but I had the I had lower expectations for Cedric Wilson, which is what ended up swaying me to the side of Cedric and Slayer. What is up? Thank you for being here. I appreciate that you enjoy the content. And he says, sad bro. Hands down, Travon Diggs. That was a close one. That was a close one. Tommy says, we knew that Diggs was going to break out. Maybe not the way that he did, but we knew he was going to be good. And I agree with that. That is the main reason why I didn't vote for Travon Diggs on this one. And I love how I say vote, even though... Like I determined the winners by by myself <laughs> when I was doing the graphics and everything. Next award for the Dallas Cowboys. Tommy says I am two for two. The next one should bring up some some very interesting answers. I believe. Who is your overlooked player of the year? The one guy that you feel. How are we not talking about? Insert player's name here. Enough. How are we not talking about him day in and day out? He's had a great season, yet no one is noticing him. It seems like only me, only when I'm watching the Cowboys on Sunday. Who is that overlooked player of the year for you? Louie goes with Greg Delec. Hey, could it be Greg Delec because of the maybe long field goals? I don't know. Interesting answer from our friend from ADC Sports, Nashville. Stevie Mack goes with our punter because punters are people too. Stevie Mack goes with Brian Anger. Chuck goes with Kears. Alfonso says just Kears. Burner accounts as Greg the Leg, the kicker. Gallimore. Gallimore is a good answer, I believe. The Marcus Lawrence, Cedric, Terrence Steele. Burner, <laughs> Burner account is saying Jake McQuaid. I was about to include a jokingly award that was going to be named the LP Latticer Award, and it was going to go to uh, Jake McQuaid, but I definitely forgot about it. So uh, that that should be, we will do it next year. We will do it next year. So here we go. Breakout player, no, excuse me, overlooked player of the year. Here we go. Special teamer, CJ Goodwin. That is my answer. Guys, let me tell you something. Goodwin had maybe his best season in his career. We knew he was such a good special teamer for the Cowboys. We knew that he had to be on this team. We knew that the Cowboys had to re-sign him in the offseason. He might be in the conversation to be one of the best gunners in the entire NFL. This guy is making amazing plays week in and week out, but because he is a special teamer only, we don't talk about him as much. And I include myself in that group of people. I feel guilty of not covering CJ Goodwin as much as maybe we should. Of course, he's a special teamer, and that is maybe uh, justified but I had to give this one to CJ Goodwin and not going to lie. CJ actually one of the inspirations for this episode because I was watching the replay for the Cowboys Eagles game and he had another great play. And I was like, man, why are we not covering CJ as much as we should? 
Tom Downey says, uh, Tom Downey's burner account says, Goodwin is a very good gunner. Jmart says, that's fair. Should have been in the Pro Bowl, maybe, says Chuck. Hey, I agree with that. I believe that maybe it has to do with the fact that uh, most special teamers that go to the Pro Bowl maybe are players that are known more to the general public. I don't know. I would have loved to see him in the Pro Bowl. I, I would consider him a snub. But it, this even builds up to my point. Like, I didn't bring him up when we were discussing Pro Bowl snaps, I didn't bring him up, to be honest with you. And so I, I feel guilty. Here it goes. I made it right with an award for our man, CJ Goodwin. Slayer says, AB has more interceptions than CJ Mauricio. Oh, definitely. CJ doesn't play defense, right? He is more of a special teamer. Jay Cena reminding people to hit the like button. We didn't explain it in there. I appreciate it. Uh, Alfonso says, yeah, you got it. He's overlooked, but always the first downfield. That is exactly right. This brings us to our surprise player of the year. And this is different, I believe, from breakout. Because breakout, you know, you have that guy who uh, maybe was able to to have a better, se a better season than usual. But that guy that you didn't expect to be a big, as big of an impact in the team. Who's your surprise player of the year? This one might be unanimous, I believe. This one might be unanimous. So I will just come out and, and say it, right? Because I, I, I feel like we're not going to get any other vote for this one. The surprise player of the year I'm for the, the Dallas Cowboys. Is... Jaron Kears. Man, I didn't expect him to make the roster, to be honest with you. Jaron Kears, safety slash linebacker. The guy is wearing the green dotted helmet. He's calling the signals. He's being a captain for this Cowboys team. He is not on the roster because of special teams. He is on the roster because he's a defensive starter. And he does a little bit of everything. Covering tight ends, man-to-man -man coverage. One of the most important players in the Cowboys' run defense. That Eagles game reminded us that Micah Parsons was not on that field, but also the other clear absence was number 27, Jaron Kears. I didn't expect him to make the roster. When I, sit, when I sat down here with you guys in the show in the preseason, I was like, I don't know if Kears makes it. And then I started second-guessing myself because I said, Maybe maybe special teams is the reason why Jaron Kears ends up in the team. One, one season later, and the guy is one of the most important defenders in the entire Dallas Cowboys roster. Definitely. Uh, Kears, he turned into a defensive leader, says Mark. Team Hall also said Anthony Brown. I agree with that, says Sean. Let's see. Who else? Uh, Clement, Sean Zimmerman, LOL. He has played good, to be honest. Uh, Kears. Jason goes with Kears. Beryl went with Kears as well. Randall said Parsons. And I will tell you what. Parsons is definitely a justifiable answer here. Because make no mistake about it. Even if you expected Michael Parsons to be an elite linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys right out the gate, he surprised us. Because we didn't know that he was going to be a pass rusher for the Cowboys when they asked him to. We, we thought. Back in week three. No, it wasn't week three. It was week two. We thought that it was just a temporary change. While the Marcus Lawrence came back from injury, 
let Michael Parsons rush the passer and then just get him back to linebacker. It's, it's actually quite funny to think about how we thought about that position change for Micah back in week two. Do you guys remember the discussions? Hey, should Micah be rushing the passer full-time? Should he go back to linebacker? We were having these discussions before we finally gave them up and realized, wait a moment, Micah can do this consistently. Micah can can do everything consistently. So <laughs> definitely could be a fair answer for a surprise player. Uh, what is up, Gilbert? Thank you for your comment on the show. I appreciate it. I love that you think that it's an amazing job. Let's see. One thing, though, Sick is not the same back anymore. Pollard is more explosive and has better vision. Sick can't find the creases. He runs straight into a wall. Oh, a, a, a big discussion that I, that I really think that we should be seeing more Tony Pollard snaps, but I also think that Sick hasn't been as bad as maybe a lot of people would say. I don't know. Maybe we'll save that discussion for one of these uh, nights. Best new moderator host, Mauricio, ADC Sports Dallas Talk. Hey, Burl, I appreciate it. Thanks for your comment. Thanks for your donation. And thanks for the improvised award. Hey, uh, I would like to thank my family. I would like to thank my doc, who's, who's always over there behind the scenes, being the producer for ADC Sports Dallas Primetime while being lazy on the couch. You know, I want to thank him. Thank you to Burl Killer. Thank you for your donation. Thank you. Let's see. I actually like Jarwin better than Dalton Schultz as Bruno. Anyways, that's that's actually an interesting comment. I, I, I don't know. It's going to be a fun discussion in the offseason because Jarwin is under contract. Anyways, next award. This is the second to last. And maybe if you want, if you guys want to bring up more categories and we have the time, maybe we could fit them in. Who is? I love this one. Who's your wish we had seen more player of the year? Who is your wish we had seen more player of the year? Maybe it can be a player that we didn't see enough of in terms of snap counts because of injury. Maybe it can be a player that didn't live up to your expectations. Who is your wish we had seen more player of the year? This should get, this should get interesting. Jay Cena says, I like this award show. Thank you. Thank you. Tomorrow night, we'll be back to Cowboys 49ers coverage. Don't worry. This is just a parenthesis along the way. Noble says D-Law. Burner account goes with Michael Gallup. Chalk says Pollard. Fair answer, definitely. Sack goes with Boss Man Fat, Calvin Joseph. Charlin Evans goes with Jabril Cox. Man, I, I can't believe that Jabril Cox got injured so soon. Coop, Jabril Cox. Jabril here. Malik Turner is a creative answer. I appreciate that. Chalk says Steele. He's better than Collins. I'll, you, you guys know how I feel about that. Easy uh, Mukwamu, Dallas Jung with a good one. Hey, maybe you guys don't love my answer, but here we go. I'm the winner. Is Blake Darwin. I wish we had seen more from Blake Jarwin because coming into the season, we were kind of slowly realizing that there wasn't even a conversation going on at tight end. It was very clear that Dalton Schultz was tight end one. But I wanted to see more from Blake Jarwin because I wanted to, I wanted to know what is next 
for the Cowboys at tight end, which is why I found funny that someone just mentioned that, hey, uh, Blake Jarwin. But, 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 but here's the thing. Dalton Schultz is on a contract year. Blake Jarwin still has a contract after 2021. And I kind of was hoping that Jarwin had a great season because I kind of was hoping that we, we got some, some clarity at tight end for the future. And I also love Blake Jarwin. I think that he's a pretty good tight end. I think that Dalton Schultz was maybe even a candidate for surprise player of the year. But hey, Blake Jarwin is the guy that I wish we had seen more. But a lot of good answers on this one. Jabril Cox, definitely a good answer. I loved the uh, the Bossman Fat answer as well from Slayer and Zach. Loved Isi Mukwamu from Dallas Young. Malik Turner, Gallimore. I loved plenty of your answers, to be honest. Randall actually had Schultz slash Jarwin slash Pollard. Mark Canella, D-Law, he could have really made the defense dominate all year. That is right. That, uh, DeMarcus Lawrence missed more time that we, than we expected when he first got injured in week one. So a lot, of, a lot of good answers. Tommy says, I think that we didn't miss Darwin much because of how well Schultz played. Exactly. And I am curious about how good Darwin actually is. Like, if you don't re-sign Dalton Schultz in the offseason, and we'll talk, we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. What would your future look like with 89? But the injury, the fact that he signed into all of that kept us from watching Blake Jarwin for most of the season. Jarwin is going to be one of the X factors in game this Sunday, says Jason Ramfro. I hope they go back to 12 personnel. I want to see a lot of 12 personnel on this one. Uh Get out of here with that scared money. What What is going on? What is going on? I, I don't know if, you, if there is a fight going on over at the Facebook chat, which is why, why we love sports, of course. I'm not criticizing. Anyways, one more award. Here we go. This is not for a player. This is for a game, which was the Cowboys game of the year. And I will allow myself to give out, to give out some candidates for this one because it is a difficult one i believe so i will go from september to december what is the cowboys game of the year in 2021 week one the game versus the tampa bay bucks great kickoff i know it was a loss for the cowboys but Dak prescott versus tom brady just a great great game after that i believe that the next worthy candidate would be week six Versus the Patriots, Chris Gons actually brought it up over at the YouTube chat. Uh, uh, Tommy also was saying Patriots. I think definitely a candidate overtime. Great moment. CeeDee Lamp, walk-off, touchdown. Great game. This one is a wild-card candidate, maybe. But but I will, I will nominate the Minnesota Vikings game. No Dak Prescott. I really thought that the Cowboys didn't have a chance at winning that game versus the, the versus Kirk Cousins and Mike Seymour. I actually picked the Vikings on that game here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I said, if that doesn't go, give me the Vikings. I will take the Vikings. And then Cooper Rush and the wishbone inverted formation. All of that was fun to watch. Let's see, what else? What, which else could be the game of the year 
You also could put the Raiders game up there, even though the Flags kind of ruined it. But that was another overtime game, so maybe a candidate as well. I see your comments. So the Broncos game won't be the... No <laughs> Our account is asking for the Broncos game. Please, no. Uh, Jay says versus the Chargers. Could very well be another candidate. New England, Patriots. Let's see. The opener versus the Bucks, says Randall. Joey Bella says the undefeated Carolina game, week four. Stevie Mack goes with Patriots or Chargers. Noble says Patriots. That was the game. Mark says prove that they can beat anyone and anywhere. Let's go. I will share with you. My winner, uh, it was, for me, it was between the Cowboys game versus the, the Buccaneers or the Cowboys game versus the Patriots. To me, it came down to those two teams. Here we go. I'm the winner is... I'm sorry. It's a Cowboys loss, but I don't care. To me, it was that week one game versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Cowboys lost it. Shout out to Greg Sorlein. That was just a random shout out. Don't, I mean, I'm sorry about it. But uh, week one game, it was a loss. But I'm, I find this funny. Mark Canella just said over at the YouTube chat, let me see if I can find that comment again. He said the Patriots game because that proved that they can beat anyone and anywhere. It might sound ironic because the Cowboys lost it. But to me, that Buccaneers game proved that they can beat anyone and anywhere. And it was actually so fun to see Dak Prescott and Tom Brady go at it because it was like the culmination of a crazy offseason. You know, do you remember the fact that in March of last year, we were still discussing Dak Prescott's contract and the fact that he wasn't even signed. And throughout all of the preseason, we were hyping up this offense. CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. This should be one of the best offenses in the NFL. Versus the box, it came to fruition. And, and we knew right away that this was a contender in the NFC. They had the offensive slump, of course. They're still going through it. We hope that they're able to break it. But to me, that is the reason why the game of the year was Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. Uh, <laughs> that was so good of a game, says Joey. I still say that we won, but Brady did what Brady does best, though. And that pass interference, like even that controversy made it even more interesting. Happy says, we were supposed to beat the Tampa Bay Bucks, and I agree with that. Tommy says, it can't be a game we lost, Mo. Don't pick the scraps off out once. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's, 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 it might sound sad, but that game, the Broncos in, game in 2013, they're still great games. Randall says, Prescott outperformed Brady. And if he didn't outperform him, maybe he was so close to doing so. Burner account is saying, does Prescott still win comeback player of the year? Burrow might have a case, Mo. To me, it comes down to how you define comeback player of the year. Because I think that maybe Joe Burrow had the better season between the two in terms of stats. If you take a look at EPA per play for the quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, I believe, ranks higher than Dak in, in many of the, of the stats. And one stat that I love for Joe Burrow is the fact that he's one of the most aggressive quarterbacks in the league. 
like percentage of throws that are considered aggressive by next-gen stats. And he still is one of the leaders in completion percentage over expectations. And and actually, of, of completion percentage in general, I think that he ended the season at 70%, something like that. So maybe he has the better stats. But comeback player of the year, to me, you should you, you should maybe have a previous season. You know what I mean? Like Joe Varro was injured in his rookie year. I don't know if he was coming back from an NFL season. That is why I doubt it. That is why I would still vote for Dak Prescott, but I would not hate it if Joe Burrow ends up winning that award. And Tommy says, whoever gets the furthest in the playoff wins, LOL. And even though that would be funny and I'm here for it, uh, remember that the awards, the voting for the awards is closed at the end of the regular season. So the postseason doesn't even factor in. So, hey, Fun, fun, fun awards show. I, I will let you know that I enjoyed this one a lot, this awards show. Just one more topic uh, very quickly. Jerry Jones talked, talked about Greg Sorline on the radio today on 105.3 The Fan, and he brought something up that was quite interesting. He was asked if Sorline's struggles impacted the Cowboys' game plan at all. And Jerry actually said that absolutely it did. And I don't know, I find it interesting. Will the Cowboys be more aggressive in fourth down in the playoffs? I think that the decision-making will look very similar to what we have seen in the regular season. So I wouldn't make much out of Jerry Jones' comments, but he said that we are very aware, aware of it and because that's part of running the show. And last but not least, just as a quick news segment, Joe Judge is out of the New York Giants. <laughs> Tom down his burner account says, Mo, you just did a done this award show. Man, I hate the fact that I didn't name this episode like that. That would have been the, the primetime done this. That would have been even more fun. Now I hate my, my show preparation. I'm just kidding. But hey, Joe Judge out of the Giants. And quite interesting because it, it felt like he was going to stay. And then he had that wild press conference in which he said that players were begging him to come back to the team in 2022. And he also had that third and nine quarterback sneak. All of these weird moments that ended up maybe costing him his job. Of course, they, they announced that Gettleman was retiring. So maybe that has to do with it. A new coach, a new general manager. Let's see if Daniel Jones stays with the Cowboys. So all of this got me thinking, and I will just ask you one more thing before we leave. Looking forward to 2022. Tomorrow night, we'll get back to the 49ers and on Thursday as well. But looking forward to 2022, which NFC East rival could bring the toughest fight to the Cowboys in the future? Right now, they're in a tough spot, all of them. Who is going to play quarterback for Washington? Are the Eagles the team that are the team to beat in the future in the NFC East? And I don't mean team to beat in general. I mean, who can put up the biggest fight versus the Cowboys? Who's going to play quarterback for Washington? Who is going to be coach, quarterback, general manager for the Giants? I see that many people are saying, hey, Washington, Washington, 
Uh, the Eagles, says J-Mart Fishing over at YouTube. I think that it comes down to Washington and Philadelphia. I wouldn't say the Giants at all because we really don't know what is going to happen with New York. But I think that it comes down to Washington or Philadelphia, and it all depends maybe on how you feel about Jalen Hurts. Tommy says three first-round picks and, and a lot of cap space next year. The Eagles. Hmm. I will, I will say the Eagles just because of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has silenced a lot of haters and doubters throughout this 2021 season. And I will include myself in that group of people as well. I think that I was one of Jalen Hurts' biggest doubters. And he, is been, he has been silencing them. So I will say Eagles. But I do think that the Cowboys are plenty of steps ahead of these guys right now. The NFC East has not, have a, has not had a back-to-back division champion since 2004. The 2021 Cowboys and the 2022 Cowboys, it feels like it's the time to break that streak. It really does. That is why Mikey McCarthy was brought into Dallas. I mentioned this Sunday night. He was brought in because of two reasons. Number one, winning in the playoffs. We are one week ahead of that, maybe, or a few days ahead of that, hopefully. And you are about one year ago to face the, the second reason, which is going to the playoffs in consecutive years. The schedule for next year is rough, says Matt Baker. It, it, it is supposed to be rough if you win your division, but hey, the Cowboys... The Cowboys should definitely be up for it, I believe. The wrong game. Dak is the father of the year. He's Washington, Philly, and New York's daddy. Congrats. <laughs> I'm not going to read that one from Stevie Mac. <laughs> but that's a funny one. Anyways, guys, I will see you tomorrow night. <laughs> Slayer says, close with some Spanish, Mauricio. I'm curious what your natural tongue sounds like. I will. I will close out the show with a little bit of Spanish. Don't worry. I will see you tomorrow night, adcsports.com slash Dallas. Make sure you check it out. A lot of interesting articles up there. Pros and cons by Cole Patterson of facing the 49ers in the first round matchup. The one 49ers weakness that the defensive backs should be able to exploit. I wrote that one. Make sure you check it out on adcsports.com slash Dallas. Thank you, guys. Tomorrow, I will be on with Skywalker Steel tomorrow morning. So make sure you tune in for that one as well. That goes live at 8 a.m. Central Time. Thank you to Charlene. Thank you to Joel, Stevie Mac, all of you guys. Uh, thank you. And thank you to Matt Baker, who is uh, kind of going off on the Facebook chat. I don't know if that's against me or against anybody else. But, hey, in request of Slayer717, los veo mañana con Skywalker en el programa matutino de ADC Sports Dallas y espero que lo disfruten mucho. Muchas gracias.